a greyhound to the county line She's reading Marx and Lenin all the time She says, Jesus freak, you're such a fool I say, Satan loves you, thinks you're cool She's a socialist of the highest degree I'm a communist Her mother hates me You're an anarchist You don't want anything from me I'm a Satanist At least that's what I think I might be At least that's what I think I might be We danced until the sun was gone Okay um, I don't know what that weird peak in the audio is in the beginning there, but, um... That's a little terrifying. Maybe it was an EVP. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the EVP is just pure screaming. Okay, but seriously, who are we and what are we doing? All right, so that's Asher. And that's Hazel. And this is... And this Speak of... Speak of... The Devil! The devil. <laughs> Why do you do the pause? <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting for... Oh, you know what? I think that I'm waiting for you, I feel like. But I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like we end up getting out of sync in the beginning, and then I'm like, okay, wait a second, and then yeah, things happen. Because I'm a mess. Well, clearly um, you've never been in the rhythm section of a band. Yes, darling. I have never been in... Well, I've had the rhythm section in me. Uh, Yes. I knew this about you. <laughs> yes. You know, I I just, I love a bass player. Mm-hmm. Something about him. Um, in any case, this podcast isn't for children. That is true. Um, and today's episode is What the Hell is Hell? Or What the Heck is Hell? I couldn't decide which was funnier. Um, I mean, they're both funny. There's something about the word heck that is just innately fucking hilarious, and I love it. Yes, exactly. Heck is a very funny word, so we're going to go with what the heck is hell. Okay, wait, 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 Um, though. Hang on. Um, So, you know those snack memes with heckin' and everything? Yes. I really like to pretend that those are Lucifer. Pretend? Well, okay, you're right. You have a point. (laughs) (laughs) exactly so i'm really hoping to kind of let you take point on this episode because you're much more of a hell buff than i am but okay i'm sure i'll be interjecting (laughs) with like weird questions and comments and trying to virgo your aquarius and the line and now i'm gonna shut up and let you start (laughs) okay so um in terms of what we have biblically about hell we don't have a hell of a lot i am so sorry for that joke this Um, joke is going to be happening the entire time and that's okay i know good good there will be bad puns um so we don't have a hell of a lot in terms of the bible we have references to sheol which is like the jewish underworld which is sort of shadowy and hades like and like not really that pleasant not really that unpleasant just kind of dim and vague it's it's just kind of the dead people place yeah um though it gets translated as hell a lot which is weird Mm -hmm. um and then we also have references to gehenna which as i've mentioned previously giant trash fire outside of jerusalem Mm -hmm. um it was the trash dump for those who are just tuning in. Um, and so our conception of hell, it, you know, it's fiery, it's dark. It's a place of punishment. It's like a pit or an abyss of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of light. That's pretty much what we have and can presume from the Bible. And so obviously our perceptions of hell have been vastly fleshed out by like christian artists over the century Mm. but uh centuries sorry um oh yeah i want to cut in real fast um i believe that there's the lake of fire in revelations but it's kind of 
like where Satan goes. Yeah. And it's hard to tell if anyone else is really going there. I I could be wrong. True. Um I wish that I'd actually Revelation. looked at this. It's okay. <laughs> like, you know, not knowing Revelation's word for word is kind of acceptable, I think. Eh. Depends what kind of Satanist you are, and given that I'm not, like, a super, mm -hmm. uh, oh, cool, there's actually a little, uh, index at the end of my KGV, so I'm going to be able to look this up in a second. But yeah, you know, I'm not one of those, like, yay, bring on the apocalypse Satanists. No, we like the world. Yeah. Though I am very excited to fight God. Oh, oh yeah, totally. I, I want to fight God. Yeah. I'm like, come yeah. at me, bro. Exactly. That, that's <sighs> our relationship with God. <laughs> mm. Sorry, continue, though. Um, okay, so, you know, throughout the centuries, um, obviously, we've had a variety of artists and theologians and writers really flesh out our idea of what the hell is hell. Um, so, kind of the key one, the really, the granddaddy of them all mm -hmm. um is dante with his famous famous inferno which like is within the divine comedy and if you're going to read the divine comedy you should probably read all of the divine comedy because you miss out on a lot if you just read the inferno but the inferno is cool and fun mm -hmm. and so much more exciting than heaven <laughs> um and so it has nine circles and a vestibule Ooh. so hell has a foyer yes um and so we can i guess we'll just talk about the dantean conception of hell for this episode because that's that's what i have here that sounds um, great let's do it okay so the vestibule mm -hmm. is like outside the gates which of course have the abandon all hope all ye who enter here above them which incidentally i have considered getting as a tramp stamp i love you <laughs> i love you too i love you so much and i'm still not guaranteeing that that won't happen but my giant inverted cross with lucifer sitting on it back piece tattoo was kind of going into the tramp stamp zone already so i don't know if i can fit it in <laughs> and also i just realized I have been in the rhythm section of a band. After all, I do like topping you. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Ha, 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 Yes. Um, so anyway, the people who hang out in the vestibule are the souls. Eh, I'm just going to... They're still people. Um, are the people who, like, weren't good or bad, but just kind of... Mithery and... Yeah. Those who didn't pick a side. And... There are a bunch of them. They're hanging out. Mm -hmm. It's not fun, but it, you know, you could be doing a lot worse. Totally. As we shall see. Quite soon, I imagine we shall see. Yes. So, the, well, the first circle is limbo, which it's like an inferior heaven. They have, it's for virtuous pagans. They have a castle. It's nice. Oh. Cool. Um, now. Uh, but they're forever denied the vision of God, which is, of course, very disappointing because they're people who considered higher things, apparently. Ah, okay. So, like, maybe Socrates is hanging out in there or something. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's where Virgil lives. Ah. Yeah. Of course. Exactly. Because, you know... Dante loved Virgil. I feel like so Dante much. just really loved being Italian. Dante really loved being Italian. Uh, yeah, that that's cool. <laughs> he was so mad at the Greeks for the Trojan War. Wow, that's a long time to hold a fucking grudge. Yes, he's good at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you read it, it's like, if you read the Inferno, it's like a list of people he hated. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not going to be fucking petty about hell, then what's the point? Exactly. And, like, he has, like, his least favorite popes down there. It's great. That's beautiful. Um, so, you know, Limbo, not really that interesting. Second hell, it's a giant... Um, oh, and so, important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, hell 
circles are divided into two sections. Okay. The first five are sins of incontinence, and okay. the last um, four, I can do math, um, are the sins of will. And uh, obviously, he considers the sins of will worse than those of incontinence. The second circle is lust. Gotcha. Um, and it's a big-ass storm, really windy. It's like... But 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 you skipped a circle. No. You you wait. So is limbo the first circle? Yes, limbo is oh, the first. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought it was kind of like a a no. non-circle. No, limbo is a circle. Okay. And uh, point of interest. Yes. Uh, are they playing limbo rock there twenty four seven? Because I feel like that would really step up the punishment factor. No, you're not being punished in limbo. Okay. Um, anyway, so the souls in the second circle, the circle of lust, are, like, really light, apparently, and they're being battered about by the wind in this, like, you know, hurricane force wind, um, mm-hmm. because they were battered about by winds of desire in life. Okay. And he meets a lady who was cheating on her husband with her husband's brother, and she's Ooh. like... Uh, and then her husband caught them and killed them both. Aww. And she's like, it was because, you know, we were in love and because of the novel we were reading together. And Dante <laughs> really has this theme of the sinners in hell refusing to accept responsibility for their choices. Okay. Interesting. Because he seems to think that responsibility would mean repentance. Right. Um, which is a bone I have to pick with him. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit of a stretch to go from I accept responsibility for my choices to therefore I'm going to ask Jesus to just forgive me and take care of everything I've ever done. Exactly. And then also, like, I don't know, I take responsibility for my choices, and some of those were good fucking choices. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in any case, so um, that's the second circle. Cleopatra's down there, a bunch of other people. It's lust. I I feel like that shows a very poor understanding of what Cleopatra was actually about, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it was, and now I can't remember when the Inferno was written. Shit. Mm -hmm. I think it was the 13th or 14th century, but that's like 200 years. (laughs) That's kind of not an ideal. Date range? Yeah. Uh, you know, just keep, keep going and I will Wikipedia this because we are classy. We are. Uh, third circle gluttony. Mm-hmm. The gluttonous, um, are like in a sort of vile, awful, it's like slush produced by like awful icy rain that may or may not actually be vomit. Ugh. And they're guarded by a three-headed beast. It's a great st- storm of putrefaction. It's unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth circle is greed. You have thorder- hoarders and spendthrifts jousting. Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick. Uh, 1321. All right. Yeah. Good. I was. I thought it was the 14th century. You were correct. Good job. Nice. So the fifth circle is wrath. Mm-hmm. It's the River Styx. Huh. It's gross and smelly and, like, I'm imagining, like, the River Thames in London in the 19th century. Uh. So, not nice. Um, the Wrathful have to, like, fight Okay. Uh, on the surface. But, like, the just sullen, like, you could just lie beneath the awful awfulness. <laughs> um, just, like, sulking. Wow. I I feel like I've been there. <laughs> right? I mean that that's relatable content. <laughs> yeah. Sulking under the river sticks. Mm-hmm. So after that you move into the sins of will, which are also all within the city of Dis. Okay. Um, which it's a thing. Um, it matters to the story of the Inferno more than, I think, a geography of hell. I mean, it's a 
big, big city mm-hmm. organized on the walls of a pit because hell is a pit. Okay. Yeah. So just imagine different layers going down. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So the sixth circle is the heretics. They're all crammed together in flaming tombs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, really like sardined into fiery tombs. So um, like being on the BART train on a hot day. Yes. So actually, I have a question. Is it clarified, like, do you go to the circle that is related to the worst thing you've ever done? I think that's implied. Okay. So I'm, I'm definitely already at least in uh, number six. Yes. We're both definitely in six, at least. Um, so, though, actually, we're both at least in seven, but we'll Ooh, go on. Okay. Um, uh, they also, in that circle, he learns that the souls in hell only know the future, so that, like, at the end of time, when Jesus comes back... Mm-hmm. Um, they won't know anything at all. Oh, wow. Um, oh, also, when Jesus came to, um, you know, take all the, like, good pagans out of hell, he caused a giant earthquake, and hell's infrastructure still hasn't recovered, apparently. Ah. At least by the 14th century, so. Well, that's that's cool that it got into that uh, harrowing of hell theology. Yes. Because I feel like that's a theology that's really fallen by the wayside. I think mostly yeah. because to explain it, you have to start by saying, like, saying something like, so Jesus died and went to hell. Yes. Which just doesn't sound good. Yep. And admittedly, in the theology, the idea is that he went down and liberated, like, Basically, the patriarchs, yeah, the yes. people in limbo, yeah. Um, and I'm just imagining like Lou being like, "Yes, get them out of here." <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much. Um, yep. I also, I just want to comment on that only knowing the future thing being fucking yeah. terrifying as it's constructed. Oh, it is. Like, Wait till you hear what they do to um, fortune tellers. Oh no! So we're yeah. we're actually going to be lower now than the heretics. Yes, we're going to. Well, we're not going to be just lower than the heretics and the violent. We're going to be way down there. Oh wow! Fun. Well, I mean, we're we're Satanists, darling. I know. I shouldn't be that surprised, but <laughs> it, it really is interesting to see how. Um, Christian yeah. morality is prioritized in something like this. Yes. I mean, even his conception's a little unusual, mm-hmm. but it's really, really interesting. Like, should I spoil something? No, I, I think we should really just keep moving on down. Okay. All right. So should I, should I go? Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's the heretics. He has a conversation with two of them. It's eh. Um, <laughs> seventh circle is violence. There's a minotaur. The minotaur Ooh. has to be convinced that he is not. Fuck. I suddenly can't remember who kills the minotaur. Is it Perseus? No, it's not Perseus. Theseus. 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 Thank you. Who? Yeah. Um. Perseus is the Gorgon. Yes, that is right. And uh, Pegasus. But um, in any case, that's not really the point. He has to be convinced he's not Theseus. Uh, Dante's not Theseus, which is hilarious. Um, oh, wow. That's great. And so the violence circle is divided into three rings. Mm-hmm. Um, the first ring is violence against neighbors. The second ring is violence against self. And the third ring is violence against God, art, or nature. Um, and so the first oh, ring... Oh, okay. Yep. You know, you got murderers, you got tyrannical kings. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a river that's literally just boiling blood and fire. Mm-hmm. There are centaurs who shoot arrows at any who, like, try to climb out of the boiling blood. Attila the Hun is in there. Nice, nice. Um, so there's that. Um, the second ring, violence against self, is grimly the um, wood of suicides where 
people who kill themselves have been turned into dead trees. Oh, man. Yeah, that are fed upon by harpies. Um, and basically they can only speak when they're, like, broken and bleeding. Wow. Uh, that pisses me off, actually, a lot. Yes. Um, I am not... I am not necessarily a fan of Dante's conception of hell. I mean, it's really interesting that that's just, like... Insanely cruel? Yeah, and, you know, that's basically saying my buddy who committed suicide is worse than Attila the Hun. <laughs> like... I, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really messed up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he has a weird theology of it, because there are suicides in purgatory. Okay. Um, and basically it has to do with your motivation. Like the guy he talks to in the Wood of Suicides basically killed himself because he was losing his place as a king's advisor. Okay. Um, oh, and also they won't be corporeally resurrected after the final judgment since they like... Destroyed destroy their, their bodies. bodies. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And their own corpses will hang from their prelims so that's grim that's lovely yes um the third (laughs) ring is god art and nature um it's a like awful burning desert Mm -hmm. there's like flame falling from the sky um and so like um, this is where we have the blasphemers, the sodomites, and the usurers. Oh! Yeah. That's th- some nice anti-Semitism. Right. Um, oh, also, this is, like, the imagery is based on Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, so nice homophobia as well. And I'm definitely here just as a sodomite, and especially as a sodomite who may or may not have stuck a crucifix up my ass at some point. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're, so I wonder, here's my question. (laughs) So obviously, you know, you descend to a lower level with the worst shit Mm -hmm. you've done, according to Dante. But like, okay, so if you're in, say, the third ring of the seventh circle and you're both a blasphemer and a sodomite because these categories have like different mm-hmm. punishments oh. which end up as because the blasphemers are like lying down on the awful burning sand mm-hmm. um whereas the sodomites who are quote-unquote violent against nature run in circles okay and the users are like curled up and weeping. Also, there's a river. I bet the river sucks. The river also sucks. I can't remember which river it is. <laughs> um, I didn't write that down. I should have written that down. That's okay, dear. <laughs> but yeah, so in this circle, we learn that like sodomy is worse than war crimes. That's, uh, I mean, in a way that almost makes me feel kind of like... You know, I think all Satanists or a lot of us have, like, a little bit of an edgelord streak. Yeah. Like, I'm not actually about being evil, but I kind of get a kick out of the fact that just because I do it in the butt, I'm supposedly yeah. worse than Attila the Hun now. Yes. Though, his <laughs> conversation with one of the sodomites is, like, with his, like, old poetry teacher, and he's oh. really nice and affectionate. And so, like, what's up with that is very unclear. But also, I think it's really interesting that sodomites aren't in with the lustful and Mm. that it's considered a sin of will rather than a sin of incontinence. Yeah, that's, well, it it can take some willpower to, you know, relax your sphincter enough to get something up there. That's true. But I think that this condemns tops, too. Uh, Oh, good point. (laughs) <laughs> and this podcast is really not for children oh my actual fuck yeah i mean we have the disclaimer yeah well it sounds to me like this talking with his old poetry teacher thing was like a way to kind of process yeah. his like maybe grief that he was having because of his shitty homophobic theology of like oh you were yeah. really nice but you're gay you poor guy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so. 
what's up with that? Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. So, the eighth circle is fraud, which just makes me think of that I like robbery and fraud meme. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's... Uh, Fraud is called Malbolg for some reason. That's the name of this particular part of hell. Okay. Um, and so it's like, <sighs> um, this is the part that really turns into like definitely a hole. Um, okay. Because there are like bridges over 10 ditches. Okay. Um, Dorothy L. Sayers wrote some stuff about it and said it's like a corrupt city. So that's a thing. Um mm-hmm. And it's divided into ten bulgias for some reason. Okay. Yes. The first are the panderers and seducers. Okay. They form two files and they walk along, like, each side of a ditch. And um, demons with horns whip them forever. Um, I? Yeah. I mean, I could go for some eternal flagellation. Yeah, no, that could be hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's because they deliberately exploited the passions of others. Okay. So they're, like, driven and scourged forever. Gotcha. Um, The second is flatterers. Okay. Yeah, because they're worse than sodomites and worse than Attila the Hun. (laughs) So if you've ever, like, sucked up to anyone. Yeah. Hmm, Okay. Yep, and they have to fight in a giant pile of shit, which is not my kink, but there are definitely people who would be into that. So, if you're into that, do I have (laughs) the part of hell for you? And you can get there by just saying really nice but insincere things to us. Exactly. You know, give us, like, false compliments. We will take them. (laughs) So that you can get to... Your scatological, literal shit fight. Yes. Forever. Exactly. Which, again, some people, that would be the greatest joy they could imagine. Um, So, the third is the Simoniacs, which is from Simon Magus, um, who tried to buy, like, the power of Christ from Peter. Okay. And Peter was like, fuck you. And they, there's a lot about that we could do a whole episode on simon magus but basically simon and we should at some point yes um because he's like important to the history of like everything yes um so basically simony is when you sell like church offices and things like that mm. for money gotcha and so like people who did that and a lot of them are popes, and Dante has, a, like, a list of popes he does not like. Um, nice. Are, like, upside down, like, their heads are facing down in mm-hmm. these holes in the rock, and there's one especially for popes. And basically, <laughs> when the next shitty pope dies, he pops in on top of the last shitty pope with his feet sticking in the air. Um, Get in the pope hole! <laughs> yes! Get in the fucking Pope hole. <laughs> um, I love it. And basically the soles of their feet are burned with fire, which again, totally someone's thing. So if you want that, just become Pope and sell church offices and you can have weird foot torture forever. Well, no, actually just until there's a new shitty Pope. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you really want to be in like a Pope puppy pile forever, you could. Yeah. Yeah. Or want to sniff some Pope feet? Oh, God. (laughs) Why are we like this? Well, because we're talking about hell. Um, Okay, it it does get pretty kinky, and it's hard for people like us not to notice. Exactly. You know, Satanists have... It's not universal. I'm sure there are plenty of Satanists who, like, you know, are really into their very basic... Lights off missionary sex. I feel like if you're a Satanist, it, you turn the lights on. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you do doggy style. I don't know. Um, but, okay, so that's that. Uh, the fourth Bulgia is sorcerers. Oh, shit. 
I just got lower again. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> but we're better than corrupt politicians. <laughs> but okay. in any case, fortune tellers, their heads are twisted around backwards um, because they tried to look into the future. And they're forced to uh -huh. walk backwards eternally, blinded by their own tears. Yeek. Yeah. So that's fun. Well. Um, I wanted the flagellation. Well, you shouldn't have done sorcery then. <laughs> Darn. I well, should have just been much more of a kiss-ass and much less of a magician. Uh, well, you know, there you are. No wait, that wasn't that wasn't kissing ass. That's the shit pile. Don't do that. Yeah. I should have I should have seduced more people and just focused really on on the seducing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um after that, they're corrupt politicians. Mhm. Mm um they're like hanging out in a lake of boiling pitch, which I think pitch is tar, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Um and they're guarded by these monster is called Malabranch, which means evil claws. Their leader is called Malakota, which means evil tail. Um, nice. There was a bridge over the lake of boiling pitch, um, mm -hmm. but it collapsed when Jesus showed up and caused a fucking earthquake. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Damn it, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? Aren't you supposed to, like, not cause earthquakes? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what Jesus is really supposed to do, to be fair. That's true. I mean, we sort of know. Well, theoretically, I know, but it doesn't make sense to me, and let's not get on this tangent. No, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about Jesus in a later episode. Uh, the sixth mm -hmm. one is hypocrites. Um, they're, like, in these leaden robes that are brilliantly gilded on the outside, and they have to mm -hmm. walk around this little track forever. That does not sound fun. No. Um, the seventh Bolgia is Thieves. And that's one is just like a pit filled with awful reptiles. Um, okay. And the souls of people who were thieves like um, are like bound by snakes. And basically it turns out that like they're like merging into the snakes and into one another because like apparently Ugh. the ultimate theft is identity theft. Who knew? Huh. Um, and like one who gives his name is like bitten by one of the snakes and then bursts into flames <laughs> and is then oh. reformed uh, from the ashes like a Phoenix. Okay. So I was going to make an Indiana Jones joke because of his fear of snakes. Yes. And but then I realized, yeah, I realized the stealing is totally real. He's just going around the world jacking everyone's shit. So. So, yeah, Indiana Jones would be in there if he was real. Yeah, unless he was in a lower hell. Good point. Yes. Um, in the Eighth Bulgia, there are the Counselors of Fraud, which is basically people who had positions to advise others and they advised them to commit fraud. Okay. Um, and they're like hidden in their own special individual flame. Um, All right. And he really indulges his hate boner for the Greeks here. Um, Cause Ulysses oh. is down there and tells a very sad story about what a fuck up he is basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, the ninth, Volgia is the sowers of discord and the people who do that are like hacked to pieces forever by a giant demon with a giant sword ow yep and basically um i cannot stop myself from picturing pyramid head as the giant demon with the giant sword because right? i'm garbage <laughs> <laughs> um oh and so the other souls have to drag um like oh wait no the sorry the original souls have to drag their own ruined bodies around the ditch um like and their wounds healing as they like do the circuit um, and then the demon can tear them apart again and lovely basically the people who have caused religious schisms um civil strife or political discord or family disunion 
are the people who are oh shit yeah um and dante thinks muhammad is down there because asshole yes oh and the guy who caused the divide between shia and sunni thing yeah so that's a weird aside um so that implies that it doesn't have to be like a christian religious schism yeah. And since we're kind of trying to found a new church. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we might be getting hacked apart, apart by... Pyramid a, head. Pyramid head. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> if Dante turns out to be right. Yeah. Um, well, if Dante turns out to be right, we are really screwed many times over, as we've already found. Yeah. But, I mean, like, as I've said before, if I'm entirely wrong and, like... The Christians are entirely right. Their God is still a dick, and I would rather be hacked apart forever than, mm-hmm. like, agree with that motherfucker. Absolutely, I will face God and walk backwards into hell with both middle fingers fully extended. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so go on. Uh, then the tenth Bulgia is falsifiers, and basically they're, like, afflicted with, like, horrifying diseases. They have, like, you know, boils and leprosy and all of that because lying is a social disease. Um, And some of them are like, you know, collapsed and the others are like tearing them to bits and eating them. Yeah. Um, So that's, but I don't think we're falsifiers. I mean, I've definitely lied. Well. Is lying, does lying count? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Um, I think we're not the ninth circle, though. I think we're probably the eighth. I think you might be right. Um, because the ninth circle is traitors. Yes. Um, and basically, they're all trapped in ice on an icy lake. Mm-hmm. Um... And basically, it has four circles, um, because Dante really likes to separate things into circles. (laughs) That's very clear that he has sort of a boner for diagrams. Yeah, no, he loves a diagram. Um, The first one is Kaina, which is named for Cain. It's Mm. for people who, like, betrayed their family, and, like, their head... And their neck is out of the ice so they can, like, lean down and get a little bit of protection from the awful, awful wind. Okay. Um, the second one is uh, Antonora, which is named for Antinor, who was a Trojan soldier who betrayed his city to the Greeks because uh. then really pissed off about Troy. Um, <laughs> and that's, like, if you... Um, we're a traitor to, like, your country or a political entity. Gotcha. Um, I don't think I've ever betrayed... Yeah, I don't think I've done that. Um, and they just have their heads above the ice. And then the third one is Ptolemaea, named after after Ptolemy, um, mm-hmm. who invited his father-in-law and his sons to a banquet, banquet and killed them. Um, so that's, like, oh if you betray your guests and okay. they have to like lie in the ice while their tears freeze in their eye sockets ow so that they can't even cry yikes and the fourth one is judica named for judas um mm-hmm. and that's for traitors to like your lords or benefactors and all of the sinners are like completely encapsulated in the ice Mm -hmm. in fucked up positions lovely and after that you reach the center of hell which yes has satan with three heads Mm -hmm. with a red head in the middle a pale yellow head on the right and a black head on the left um and the left head has brutus and is chewing on it and the right has cassius and is chewing on it um Mm -hmm. because Dante had also kind of a hard-on for empires. He thought that, like, if there was no struggle for power, power would be used, like, benevolently and wisely, like an idiot. Dante. 
fucking Dante. Um, and Cassius and Brutus are my bros, for the record. Yes, I know how much you love Cassius and Brutus, and I'm glad that our listeners now know too. Um, okay. And of course, <laughs> in the very special central head um, is Judas, um, mm-hmm. who's like being gnawed forever Well like pus and blood runs out of Lucifer's mouth and he's like his back is shredded by Lucifer's claws. Lovely. Um and so this is very different from my conception of hell and I think yours. Definitely. Um can I just clarify something though? Yes. I, I don't know that you mentioned this. I was told that the the three special dudes who are getting chewed on by Satan himself. Uh-huh. It's because they betrayed um, their country, their friends, and God at the same time. That may be true. Yeah. I didn't think to write that. Or some, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Dante's hell. Um, I will say it's interesting that there are nine circles. Mm-hmm. Um, because so... <sighs> to get into something a little advanced, um, all right, so Go for it. in the Kabbalistic conception of God and the world and worlds and everything, there are ten sephiroth, um, which are different emanations of God, mm-hmm. um, and there's also the reverse of the sephiroth, the cliffoth, um, mm-hmm. and that could be construed as like the body of not anti-god but like god out of whack is kind of how it's portrayed often um okay but anyway nine circles there are ten sephiroth and samael uh who is also probably lucifer in some cases we think is often described as headless oh so so there's there's nine um or you could be make a case for nine Clefoth. Okay, that makes sense. Interesting. Yes. Um I also just think that yeah. I mean it's it's really interesting. And there's like a Kabbalist conception of hell, which I'm not gonna get into this episode because it's super involved. Um Yeah, I know you were looking at that and um It's I mean it's a lot. Yeah. It's it's a whole lot. Co- um, the Zohar is really dense, guys, as it turns out. Who knew? And it's extremely long. There is so much Zohar. If you, if you want to read the Zohar, you will have so much entertainment for so long. It's fantastic. And also your brain will possibly melt out of your ears because that shit is crazy. Which, yeah, I mean, that is a risk. Yeah. Also, I think they kind of warn you about that a little bit. We're like... You might go crazy if you're not really prepared. Um, yeah. But I'm fine so far. So maybe I'm prepared. I don't know. Um, but um, I also found a section of the Zohar that's just like a rabbi trying to make himself feel better about the fact that he's going bald. Um, oh, my God. That's great. I love it. Yes. I will link you to that because it's really funny. Um Good. But, yeah, so, I mean, my conception of hell is that the climate is shitty. It's dark. It's, mm-hmm. like, if you mixed the worst parts of living in Seattle with the worst parts of living <laughs> in, like, the ass end of Kentucky, um, climate-wise, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you know, worse. So it's a harsh environment. Um Okay. And my theory is that essentially Lucifer and the demons who are associated with him have been working to make their section habitable. Um, mm-hmm. I think you and I both think that hell is not like centralized. It's sort of a uh, yeah. So we yeah. we have some prejudices about the lack of hierarchy in hell due to the fact that we're anarchists yes but honestly the more we talk to other people who work with demons yes um the more it seems like 
centralized hierarchy is not that much of a thing. Yeah. And you cannot count on any particular demon to necessarily be loyal to Lucifer. Yep. Or even like Lucifer. Um, or even like Lucifer. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it seems like he's fairly popular, but, you know. There's there's definitely schisms. Yes. There's different camps. I think that there might be demons who yeah. aren't even necessarily of his original party, of the Fallen Angels. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I think there are some who were of the Fallen Angels who have gone a different direction with shit. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, some leftist infighting happening. Yes. Um, <laughs> absolutely. But um, I think that Lou's section, at least, is probably, like, you know, they have probably a fair number of famous scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine they've been working on making it habitable and livable and not the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For kind of a while now. I also feel like Lucifer would not allow for Hell's infrastructure to not be maintained for, you know. No. no. <laughs> um, I definitely, like, when I think about all of the amazing people who are allegedly going to Hell. Yeah. And who knows? I definitely am like, if they haven't made something of the place, then I will eat my hat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's and. You know, also thinking about Lucifer and yeah, um, his consorts and his fallen angels. I just don't see them. Yeah, just sitting there being like, well, this yeah. kind of sucks. Now, though, also, I will say there might be some really shitty people getting into hell as oh, well. Absolutely. And I do tend to believe that they are also getting punished. Yeah. But the other annoying thing is I think there might be some really shitty people getting into heaven and not getting punished. Yeah. Because apparently all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Yeah. I mean, depending on your theology. That's true. That's true. Depending on your theology, who knows? But yeah, like there are, I feel like a lot of different ones have shitty people getting into heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I like to think that the ones that end up, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my conception of who's getting punished is so different than Dante's conception. Yes. And like Dante, I'm kind of just, like, making shit up a little bit based on what I like to think. Yes. And what my prejudices are and who I feel a petty hatred towards. Yes. Um, Fair. But I, I have this concept uh-huh. um, of a place in hell that is jokingly called the presidential suite. Yes. Because it's full of heads of state. I love it. And it is not a nice place. Exactly. I love it. Um, I tend to believe that Satan is going to have the biggest hate boner for dictators and tyrants. Yep. Given who he doesn't like. Yes, exactly. He's not a fan of tyrants. Nope. I kind of think that the Pope hole might be real. The Pope hole might be real, (laughs) assuming they didn't somehow just get to heaven anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he didn't have all of the Popes in the Pope hole. He just had, like, the ones who'd committed simony and... Yeah. yeah. And other popes have done other <laughs> shit were other places, but I love the fucking Pope Hole. The Pope Hole is great. Yes. Um, so. And I, I also just, it makes me want, okay, so I don't leave trollish comments on the internet. Yes. But if I was going to comment on an article about the Pope being a shit. Yeah. I feel like I would just want to post, get in the Pope Hole with no context. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Down into the pool uh, with thee. Yes, exactly. Um, and on a complete tangent off of popes, yes. I love that the current pope called transgender people, uh, what was it, like, the annihilation of man as God's image. Yeah. Which, I mean... Which is... It, it's metal as fuck. Right? It's an awful, th- awful like, thing to say. But 
But to me, it's a huge compliment. Like, it's not cool that he said that. He did not mean that to be a good thing. But I think that's really inspiring. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. It's like, shit, yeah, fuck God's will. Make yourself into what you need to be. Yeah, exactly. And stop being the image of fucking God, because fuck that guy anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, we've actually been going for a while on this. Do you want to start trying to wind this lovely episode up? What? I said, do you want to start winding this lovely episode up? Because we've actually been going for a while. Yes, we have. Um, All right. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, I have conceptions of hell. I think there are factions, and I think that different factions may control different regions. I think that mm-hmm. Dante might be a little bit right about the landscape. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't think that Lou would do that to sodomites because he loves us too much. <laughs> I mean, Lou also loves sodomy, let's be real. Lou really loves sodomy, which... I mean, we haven't, we haven't talked about all the stuff about him riding Aisha's uh, serpent. But he he likes riding Aisha's serpent. He likes to ride the serpent, yeah. That's in the Zohar. <laughs> we are not making this up. Um, we I, I almost wish we were making this up because the sexy bits of the Zohar are very confusing. Yeah, but we're, we're not. That's just in there. Yeah. Um, all right. Is that, have we said what we need to say about hell for this episode, do you think? I think we've said as much as we can reasonably expect to fit in this episode about hell. Okay, good. Well, and, um, yeah, we'll do one. on. Maybe it's time. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe it's time for a backward satanic message. That is a really good idea. Do you want to do it or shall I? I? I have one for today. Okay, then go ahead. All right, here we go. This has been a backwards satanic message from the First Church of the Morning Star. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The music is, as always, um, Electric Mirrors, and check them out on Bandcamp. All right, we got it. All right. <laughs>